Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work. Motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Hello, mamas, and welcome to another episode of Faith Mama Mondays. We are so excited that you've tuned into our podcast this Monday. And today, we are going to be continuing our discussion on hope. We are super excited. The Lord has really been stretching all of us and all of the Faith Mamas community, and we're super excited about what God's been doing in each of your lives. So I'm going to kick it over to Janice, and she's going to tell us about the Mom Life Roll Call. Yes, Ryan. You know, this is like one of our... I don't know, like our favorite parts of the show, because I just feel it really breaks the ice and gets us going, because this is the part where we take about 60 seconds to share a mom life moment. It could be one that's made you laugh, one that made you cry, one that just made you uh, not sure, like, what am I doing as a mom or what's happening in my life. But there's one thing you can be sure of, you're not alone. We've all had them, and we are definitely walking through this mom life with you. So with that being said, let me ask this. I don't know if you guys have seen, are they, has any listeners or has anyone commented on our page or told us of any mom life moments that they wanted us to share? You know, it's so funny because I actually heard a mom life moment from a listener. Now, I'm not going to share the whole moment, but I want to shout out Alexis because it was hilarious. On Saturday, we had our first Space Mamas Live, and she basically had a word to the wise for all of our listeners. She said, be careful what you say around your children. Because inevitably, at the wrong (laughs) moment, they will repeat it. So that's it. All right. Well, I have a mom life moment going on right now. Um, (laughs) So, really funny story. We have a plumbing issue in our house, like a really bad plumbing issue. Like, it smells like sewage in our house. And so right now, we have our three children and two other children in our living room, watching a movie. Um, it's almost 9 o'clock at night right now when we're recording this, and <laughs> it's horrible. But you know what the kids remember? I had all my friends over, and we're having fun. And you know what mom remembers? Poop coming through the basement and smelling like sewage, and nobody's sleep. Like, it's so funny how our two perspectives meet, because their perspective is so much better, so much more fun. Come on, life. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm convinced. I think we talked about it in, like, one of our very first episodes. Like, you said, Dominique, they don't have a sense of smell. I don't think they do. <laughs> no. Not at a young age. I mean, it gets there, but, you know, like, that's not as important as I have all my friends forget the smell. Oh, my gosh. So my, I don't know if my mom likes moments. Well, I guess it is. There are moments. You know, London's birthday was um, on the 16th of December, and so I we decided to have a party at her school 
And so we did that, but we did it before her birthday. So literally she's been thinking her birthday's been going on for about four days now. <laughs> and the day of the birthday party, uh, her godmother bought her a crown to wear, a princess crown, like London's totally in the princess life and ballet life right now. So she's a ballerina princess. And Yes, baby. And it's been four days that she's been wearing this crown. She sleeps in it. And if I take it off, she wakes up and she reaches for it. We're four days in, and she's still wearing this crown. I'm just going to rock with it as long as it doesn't, you know, break. And if she wants to be a princess every day, I'm just going to let her do it because it somehow it kind of controls her actions. She kind of calms down when she turns into this princess thing. So I'm like, hey, let's do it. Buy your kids a crown if it's a girl. If it's a boy, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hey, it works. I heard one mom, her daughter wore a princess dress for, like, three weeks, and I was like, uh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, how did you manage to wash it? Like, how did we get it clean or not smelly? But, hey, I say whatever works, work it. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Mom life. Mom life. Yes, that should be our catchphrase. Whatever works, work it. Mom life. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, today we are actually going to be finishing up our deep dive into hope, um, and then next week we have some really awesome goodies coming your way, um, and you're going to hear a lot about how God has really showed us hope in our own lives and what that looked like in some trying and difficult times. Um, but before we do that, I want to bring you all's attention to a scripture. It's actually going to be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And a lot of people know 1 Corinthians chapter 13, um, it's the love chapter. Love is patient, love is kind. That's where it happens. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. But we're going to jump down to verse 13. And it says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And I'm going to read it again. It says, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And basically what's being talked about here is when all is said and done, when everything is gone, there's three things that still remain, and that's faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. I was having a particularly difficult day, particularly difficult week, I'll be honest, and God brought me to the scripture, and I couldn't understand why or what it had to do with hope. I'm like, well, God, it says love, so, like, what does that have to do with hope? He took me to the original language. And the word right here where it says greatest can actually be translated into elder or first. So, but the first of these is love. And what God began to show me is that it's an order, faith, hope, and love. It's an order going backwards. So love first, hope second then faith, and it goes in that trajectory. And one of the things that he was showing me is we've been talking a lot about hope and how hope is broken and how we need to, God to rebuild it. And God says, I want to take you one step deeper, and I want to show you that the reason that hope, you're having a difficult time hoping or really trusting me in that area is because there's a love breach. Mm. So it's time to close the love breach so that we can be rooted in hope so that we can walk by faith. So I want to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on that? Phew, that was heavy. So a love breach. 
I'm sitting here and I was like, so I started thinking about it and it's interesting because I started reading a book this evening by Dr. Cindy Trim, who's an amazing uh, speaker, author, like she is just all that and awesome and I would definitely recommend everyone checking her out because she's just a wonderful woman on fire to encourage us. But the book is called History Maker and what she was talking about was kind of similar to what you just said, Dominique, which I'm sitting here laughing because I literally just downloaded the book about three hours ago and started reading it. But when I, you talk about love being the greatest or the elder and the foundation is kind of the root. So when I think about um, love kind of being the foundation here, um, it just really brings me personally to knowing to love myself. And, you know, loving yourself for me isn't being selfish. It's truly loving who God created you to be. And in order, once you do that, I can totally see how at that point you're able to pick up and really embrace hope. Um, because it's hard to embrace it when you really just don't foundationally, to me, love who you are. Yeah, that's really good. And what this scripture, actually what you're, you were just talking about, Janice, is loving who you are and seeing yourself the way God sees you. You know, we've been doing our study in Genesis on the uh, Faith Mamas Facebook group, and when we're talking, as you're talking about love and, and seeing yourself the way God sees you, it brought me uh, back to Genesis chapter 1, where Scripture tells us that we are made in, in Christ's image. And for a really long time, I think, as Christians, like, you hear that as kind of like a catchphrase, and sometimes even use it as a catchphrase, like, oh, I'm made in God's image, I'm made in God's image. But what does that even really mean? And for me, this week, I really connected with that scripture about being created in God's image and seeing one another through the lens that God sees us. When I had this encounter with um, a gentleman after I was leaving a doctor's appointment this week, and I was in my car and he was standing at a traffic light holding a sign that said, homeless, um, anything will help. And I, I noticed him, but I, I, I often, I did what I often do when I see people that like that. I pretend to be distracted, so, like, there's no eye contact, and, you know, it does, you don't make it awkward. Like, and then the Holy Spirit stopped me and was like, no, that's, like, no, that's not right. You shouldn't be ignoring him. So go and buy him lunch. And so I went and got him lunch, and I got him a coffee because it was really cold that day. It was like 30-something degrees that day. It was freezing cold outside. And so I went and got him some food and a coffee, and I circled back around to the traffic light, and I, um, I said, sir, would you like a coffee? And he was like, oh, yes, I would really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And so we, I started a conversation with him, and then um, I asked him if he wanted some lunch, and he was like, yes, um, but it's that's your lunch right there then, you know, it's okay, don't worry about it. And I was like, no, this isn't my lunch. I, I bought this for you. I, I want you to have this. And he was like, really? He was like, thank you so I can't thank you so much. Um, I, I can't thank you enough. And um, so after I gave him his lunch, I, I asked him if it would be okay if I, I prayed with him. And he was like, I would really love that very much. More than the food, I would love if you prayed with me. And so I, I, he reached his hand out, and hesitantly, I grabbed his hand, and I just started praying. And his name is Kenny, and we just started praying, and I started praying over him, and just the Holy Spirit really moved on my heart what to pray for him. And then after that experience, I was just like, this is what that means, to see one another through God's lens. It's not 
see each other as human beings, to see each other the way Christ sees us. That's what that scripture means, um, that we are created in God's image. And so when you talk about love, and we're talking about love being the foundation for hope and for your faith, that foundation starts with how you see yourself and how we see each other in Christ's eyes. Amen. Mm, That is so good. That is so good. And, you know, one of the things that God's been showing me, even with the Faith Mamas Live that we did and some of the other things that have been going on this week, he said that one of the things that we've noticed a breach for hope is fear, right? When fear is present, um, it becomes really difficult to grab hold to the, the expectation and what, it, what God is showing you, to grab hold of that active expectation. But if we take it one step deeper, a lot of times that fear is rooted in abandonment. And you can call it a ton of things. You can call it people-pleasing or you can call it, you know, you're going to do this because you want it to look this way or whatever. But God was showing me, that the abandonment breach is actually a direct impact on love because the whole premise of love is to be present. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is, love is, love is, love is present. So what is the opposite of love would be ultimately abandonment, to be absent. Mm -hmm. And so now when we begin to look at, okay, we dig deeper, and God wants us to go so deep and understand why, Lord, am I having a hard time connecting to what it is that you are giving me. I've heard stories about uh, moms who God has shown them pictures of them uh, leading tons of people to Christ, or God has shown them pictures of them having a, a, a big, huge business, or them having a lot of children and being, the, being an awesome mom. And yet they're having a hard time accepting that picture for their life. A lot of them, it's fear that they, they're not enough or, you know, that, no, it couldn't be me. I don't deserve this. A lot of it is fear that if I think that this is possible for my life, then what if it doesn't happen? I'm going to be disappointed. But if we peel it back and peel it back, a lot of it stems from I'm afraid of being abandoned. I'm afraid okay, I can accept this, and then what? Am I going to end up alone? Am I going to end up by myself? Like, and even though we don't want to say that we think God is going to leave us, a lot of it is people have done things to hurt us over the course of time, and we're having a hard time connecting to God because of what humans have done and because of the shortcomings of each of us as humans. So my question to you guys is how do you feel that your past hurts and pains impact your ability to grab hold of the hope that God has given you. Ooh, girl. So I, I'm just, I just want to say, wow. So I know we, we touched a little bit on this um, on Saturday during our Faith Mamas Live uh, fellowship, and what God was really showing me after that is exactly what you're talking about, Dominique, is exactly what you're talking about. God was really showing me that, um, the root of my fear is the absence of love. And that comes from, um, you know, some, I'll just be a little bit transparent here. Um, that comes from being rejected um, in my childhood. And as a result of that, I think throughout my life in relationships, I've often. Um, self-sabotage them because my thought process is, well, this isn't going to work out anyway. 
And, yeah, that is definitely, wow, that's, like, spot on. Yeah, no, I agree. Mine is, like, um, so mine is the fear of the rejection. Like, what are people going to say if I get it wrong? And or what if they don't like what I have to say? What are they going to think about me? And it's so amazing. It still blows my mind because, you know, it's not like I had a situation where sometimes we may feel like um, we had a close parental rejection when we were growing up. I never had that. You know, but there's something somewhere, and I'm so determined now because we keep talking about this, <laughs> to get to the root of it, um, because I I really am kind of over that um, because what I was spending some time just meditating this evening, and God was just showing me, like, people, I put you here for a reason. And he showed me this vision of, like, people walking around. If you can just imagine a silhouette of people walking around, and they have, like, this present on the inside of like, a box, and it's wrapped up. And it's just like, you know, um, he's waiting because inside of everyone there's this gift that needs to open because when it opens, what happens is either it's igniting the gift in the person next to them or around them or it's just like bursting out so much that there's just so much change that will happen that it's amazing, but it really all starts with us. And so it's kind of like, hey, I'm in my way, uh, in mm. the way of what God wants to do, not just for me, through me, but for me, through me, for other people. That's the bigger part. And so, yeah, yeah, it's the rejection. You know, for me, it's just really been the rejection of, well, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? You know, it's kind of like it'll crush me. But then that lets me know that I have to work on some things personally with my self-image and how I um, view myself and how God views me because people are fickle, right? They're lucky today and not lucky tomorrow <laughs> because we just, we're like that. So, so you know. So, yeah, that's a good question. And one of the things um, that God continues to show me through this whole discussion that we're having, it's like God is saying, I have tons of moms that are listening right now, that are involved in this conversation right now, that I've given them a vision for their life. And that vision is really me giving them hope. Because once they grab hold on it, then they begin to walk towards it, right? He said, but what's stopping us from grabbing hold is all the past breaches that have impacted our ability to accept love and all the things that you all are talking about. And like you said, Janice, sometimes it's not a particular big event that's happened in our life, right? Sometimes it literally is lies that have been told over the course of time that just kind of got in our spirit. It might have been a television show. You know, it could have, it, and that's the thing. Sometimes it's not even that deep. It's just in there, Right. And we don't even know where it came from. It could be like just watching people play video games and people get really excited when they win and really like uh, when they lose. Like, and we, come up, we could have possibly came up with this concept of what it means to be accepted from that. You never know. Sometimes you can't really pinpoint exactly where it came from. But the weapons that the enemy uses are the same because he understands this trajectory. He understands that if I want to impact your faith and your ability to walk out your hope, I first have to form a breach in your ability to accept love. I have to make you think that you have to earn everything you get. I have to make you think that no matter what good you do, there's a very strong possibility that they're going to leave you anyway. I have to make you think that you're never going to be good enough, that you're never going to be great enough. And sometimes we don't realize how, what that actually does. And what God's been showing me is that when the enemy can form a breach and a hole in your bucket for accepting love, he can, he can jack up the whole trajectory. And that's why in the scripture, God is showing us that the first is love. 
If we don't allow God to heal our bucket to love, then we cannot grab hold of hope the way that he needs us to, and we cannot walk out that hope by faith. So we gotta, we got to close those holes in our love bucket. We've got to close those holes so that when God does pour in love, it doesn't go through a hole. I've heard tons of people um, say scriptures and things like that to people when they're going through difficult times, but sometimes it doesn't stick. And you can tell it doesn't stick because you can see the person's face. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was that person, so I know what that face looks like. And God says it's because it's a hole in the love bucket. And if we can close the hole in the love bucket, then we can begin to grab hold of hope and we can begin to walk out our hope by faith and then we can begin to see the manifestation of everything that God showed us that we hoped for in the first place. It's just an amazing thing that God is doing just with the base of love. This is the base of love. So what do you guys think about closing the holes in the bucket to be able to receive love? I was going to ask you that question. I'm so, so funny. Yes. So, 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 so Dominique, tell us, what do we do? Um, <laughs> you know, I think, I think one thing we do, and we keep talking about it, but um, I know what helped when we were doing the Faith Mama's Live event, and even as we go through these podcasts, it's kind of this, you have to identify where their breaches are. So even mm-hmm. just talking about it, like, and I know I feel like we keep talking about it because you and I, all of us have been so close so so long. I know I sometimes feel like, man, they probably heard me say the same thing 20 million times. But, you know, the more I say it, I'm like, okay, well, this is a problem here. Like, this is not normal. Like, when I say normal, like, it's not God's normal. You know, it might be the world's normal, but it's not okay to be anxious and have anxiety about things. Like, it's not good for me to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I think the first thing, like, let's identify the breaches so we'll know what we need to close up. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. Like identifying where where those gaps lie, and then after you've identified them, find out what God's truth says about you know those gaps. So if your root is, if your your issue is, you know your fear of abandonment or your fear of the absence of love uh, in your life, or that you're not good enough, whatever those gaps may look like for you, then turn to God's word and, and counter those um, lies with God's truth um, and commit those things to prayer. And don't do it alone, right? Like um, definitely find someone you can trust, someone um, you can talk to. You know, we're here if you want to make sure you, you know, message us and let us know. We'll pray with you. But don't do it alone because sometimes um, it can kind of sound bigger or feel bigger you know what I'm saying? It feel like ugly and bad once you talk to someone and they kind of help you work through it and think through it. And even for me, I've even had um, talking to you guys sometimes, you guys point me to the right scripture or point me to an activity. I'm not throwing Dominique out here, but she's awesome at giving you activities, which are good because it causes you to dig a little bit and start thinking. And you just start discovering things that you can have in your alone time with God as you're praying and you're kind of working through it to kind of give you direction so you're not just kind of sitting there like, okay, I'm feeling abandoned, and now they want me to go to what scripture? Because sometimes just going to the Word and not digging into it and really doing the research, you can read it at face value. Like when you said the greatest of these is love, I've always thought it meant that love is greater. Right. (laughs) But I didn't realize until you broke it down. I'm like, oh, that makes even more sense. It just brought it to life, you know. So my whole point in saying that is, you know, don't do it alone. Um, 
you know, definitely find someone that you can that can um, be there for you and can support you uh, uh, with the love of Christ and to help you. Um, and and I, my prayer and my ask is, if someone comes to you guys, I know it's a sign up, but if someone comes to you and they ask you for that, make sure you know it's really serious and that it's something you hold confidential. Because, you know, a lot of people feel that their trust is broken, and, like, if you break their trust, they think it's God breaking their trust, and it's not. So, you know, if someone comes to you and they really ask for prayer or help, you know, let's take it serious, mamas, and pray and hold it near and dear and confidential and make sure that we're there to support our sisters. Amen. That's so true. That's so good. All right. So, like Jenny said, I love giving activities because it does push us um, further and further and deeper and deeper. So I'm going to use everything that you ladies talked about and just kind of put it all together and, you know, go on this journey with us on the Facebook group or send us an email and things like that. So these are the things that this week let's work on. Number one, I want you to out loud, out of your mouth, I want you to say that crazy picture that God is trying to get you to grab onto, that thing that God is trying to get you to literally envision and expect that hope that he's giving you. Maybe it's that you're going to run a multi-million dollar business, or maybe it's that you, your marriage is going to be a great uh, example to others, and maybe your marriage is not looking like it right now, but for some reason he's showing you that. Or maybe it's that you're going to be expressing your story to people and people's lives are going to get changed. Whatever it is that God is trying to get to you right now, I want you to say it out loud. And a lot of times when we say it out loud, we start to chuckle or we start to feel uncomfortable with the the picture that God is saying, and that's good. I want you to feel uncomfortable. I want you to say it out loud and feel uncomfortable and then ask yourself, why do I feel uncomfortable with this? Why is this bothering me? Why can't I just say it without feeling like, oh, this is really going to happen. Oh, my goodness. Begin to follow that and figure out why. Why? Keep asking yourself the question and then find out where the breach is. Whether it's that, you know, I don't, I didn't feel like, I don't feel like I'm, I deserve this because of that, da, 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 whatever it is, I want you to say it because you'll, you'll find that it, it does lie in that love area. And then I want you to pray with somebody, just like Janice said. Pray with somebody and asking God to heal the hole that you found. So those are the three things. Say that thing, that hope vision out loud. Number two, find out why it makes you uncomfortable. Keep asking why, why, why until you find out why that thing makes you so uncomfortable. Where is that breach? And then find someone to pray with you and just ask God to heal that area of your life. And we want to hear about it, um, whether it be through email, whether it be on the Faith Mamas group, whether it be on the, the page, wherever it is, we want to hear about what God is doing in your life, and we want to continue to share what God is doing in ours. And we're super excited that you guys are on this journey and that we're all on this journey walking through this together, and God is growing us and stretching us and transforming us, and it's amazing. So I'm excited to hear about what God is doing with you guys through this teaching, and I'm going to ask. Ryan, if she could um, pray us out, um, do a, a prayer, and then I'm going to ask Bernice if she can pray again. I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a double dose today. So, Ryan, would you mind praying us, starting us out in prayer? Of course, of course. Father God, we thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord God, to come together and to praise and give honor and glory and worship you, Father God. I pray 
for all of the moms right now listening to this podcast, Lord God. You know all about their situations, Lord God. You know where the gaps exist in their lives, Father God. You know where the deep-seated roots of fear uh, lie in in their lives, Father God. And I just pray, Father God, right now that you give them the strength Give them the courage, Lord God, to want to heal those areas, Lord God, that you help them to step out on their faith, Father God, and push themselves into healing with you, Father God. Push themselves to do the activity to identify where the gaps lie, to find a scripture that uh, speaks to that gap, Lord God, and then to pray with someone this week, Lord God. Let let them reach out to a mom that they may know. Uh, Maybe it's someone in Faith Mamas. Maybe it's someone outside of Faith Mamas, Father God. But connect them to a mom who can speak life, uh, speak your word through them, Lord God, into their situation, Father God. I just pray for all the moms that are listening right now, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God, for all that you are doing in their lives, for all that you are doing in the lives of Faith Mamas. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And dear Lord, we just, um, God, we just want to exalt you and give you glory. Lord, um, we thank you that everything that Ryan just spoke is going to be done in Jesus' name. And God, we want you to know that we stand in agreement knowing that um, there is none like you that uh, what you're saying, your word, God, is true. And I just ask, God, that you continue to give us revelation of who you are, God, so that we understand, Heavenly Father, how amazing we are. As we're made in your image, God, I pray for, um, God, just truth, truth to just rain out and to shut out every lie that the enemy has said and spoken over lives, Heavenly Father. God, I thank you because I know, Lord, that your truth will shine bright, God, and that it will, it will light those dark places, God. And so, God, I thank you right now for that, God. God, we want you to know that we know that you want heaven to be reflected here on earth. God, I thank you that some mom will know right now, Lord, that it's not that we have to wait and go through all these trials and tribulations before we can have the glory and experience your love here. God, that we can experience it right now today, God, that you are an ever-present God and that everything that we're dealing with concerns you. You have not turned a blind eye to what we're dealing with, Heavenly Father God. You are very present. You are a right now God. And so, God, I thank you so much. Lord, I thank you, God, and we just praise you, God. We give you so much glory and honor, Lord. I thank you for the transformation that will happen in everyone's life that is listening, God, to this podcast in 2018. God, I thank you for the seeds of hope that are going to be planted, God. I thank you for um, the love that is going to be foundational, God. God, I thank you for the faith that when we listen to this in a year from now, God, we're going to have so many praise reports, so many breakthroughs, so many miraculous things we're going to see, God, because you said in your word we will see greater things and miracle signs and wonders, Heavenly Father. And so, God, I thank you, Heavenly Father, for being amazing. I thank you for being true to your word. And, God, we just stand right here in total agreement with anyone listening, with anyone waiting. God, we stand with them, and we let you know, God, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. We are so excited that we are walking this journey of motherhood right alongside you. If you love this podcast and you've been loving it for a while, we encourage you to check out Faith Mama Membership. We dig into some awesome topics and this January, we will be starting with the topic of rediscovering you. If that sounds awesome to you, then make sure you check us out at www.faithmamas.com slash membership. 
And happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year, Faith Mamas. Love you.